Hello, and welcome to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. I am your host, R.T. Fleming. I'm here to help you find your next digital pick from the golden age to the present. Since I was a kid, I have been reading comics, and I have never lost my love of comic books. I try to pass on that excitement for comic books to others, always looking for that next fantastic read, or discovering an old favorite. Hello and welcome to episode 33 for Friday, May 13, 2022. Today I want to welcome Matthew McGrath as my guest, who's in the final stretch for his Kickstarter campaign for his comic book. ID10T Error was a Black Mirror-esque revenge comedy about Bradley, a lonely, disgruntled man who creates the world's most advanced, artificially intelligent robot. Why? So he can torture and kill it, of course. But when his AI gains consciousness for the first time, Bradley discovers there's a problem he didn't account for. That his creation would do anything to survive. The first issue of ID10T Error was successfully funded on Kickstarter in 2022. And with this Kickstarter, he plans to raise funds to print the first physical copy issue and finance to prediction of issue two. So this week... Overall, it was a bit of an anomaly in episodes released. First, this one marks five for the week, and all the episodes were either indie or Kickstarter campaigns. Some of the campaigns were in their last few days, and I wanted to allow them the opportunity to showcase their products. Now, I have tons of comics I want to talk about, and I'll get to those both new and older comics soon. There are so many fantastic comics out there that I want to cover so that you can reread them again or discover a new fave. I've also logged a couple of nice inventories for guests that I plan to rotate in upcoming episodes over the next few weeks. All along, I planned a podcast to be a short-form podcast. My reviews of comics are usually around 15 minutes for a total episode, and the guest episodes are about 30 minutes. There are many fantastic comic book podcasts, and I think listeners are more apt to listen to my podcast than smaller episodes than one big long one. So, again, please review, rate, suggest this podcast to other comic book fans. Look at the show notes and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and other social media. Go through past episodes and look at some of the show notes for some of the creators I showcased on the podcast. The more listeners who tune in, the more who might check out a new comic or help fund a Kickstarter campaign. I want to hear from you about the good and the not-so-good things about the podcast, what you like and don't like, suggestions on what to cover, what to improve. You are free to message me on Instagram, Twitter, or email me at FantasticComicFan, all one word. Now let's get on to the show. Welcome to Fantastic Comic Fan. Today, I would like to introduce Matt McGraw, who has a Kickstarter campaign going on. And before I talk about the Kickstarter, Matt, I usually ask people, how did you get started in comic books? And what was like your origin story? So why don't you tell our listeners all about that? Sure. Um, how did I get started? Um, I guess like reading comic books. Uh, I've been, I guess not reading, but ever since I was a kid, like uh, I collected comic books. I didn't necessarily read them. Uh, what were some of your was, favorite titles back then? Spawn, yeah. Spawn was my jam when I was a, a little little boy in the 90s. So you've uh, got to be in your 30s. Yeah, I am turning 34 next month. So, See? yeah. 
So you said Spawn, you know, I remember, um, I actually remember seeing Spawn at a newsstand and that's how I actually got it. It was like a dollar oh, yeah. 25. So you were, you were, you a big image fan at the time? No, no, I didn't even know what image was. I did. I had no like concept of like so what you just the publishers saw this, were. You just saw just Spawn saw this, and this is cool. I got exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. He's this cool guy with like, he kind of looked like Spider-Man, but with like a massive cape and like the art was like mind blowing. So yeah, I just devoured those i didn't read them i just like looked through the pictures for hours on end and tried to like draw spawn myself how'd that and, uh, go for you drawing uh, spawn. uh yeah you know you could do the face like it's pretty easy you get the little yeah. thing and then yeah so i could i nailed that down to the rest maybe not so much so you have a kickstarter campaign going on is this your first kickstarter campaign this is my second kickstarter campaign yeah awesome so, yeah um, you only have a few more days, about a week for this Kickstarter campaign, which is why I wanted you on here and get you going and see if we can get some more backers going. Um, tell us a little bit about your um, uh, comic book that you got on Kickstarter here. Sure. So uh, the pitch is um, it's about a deranged computer programmer who you know, spends years and years of his life in his basement toiling away, trying to create uh, AI robot just with the junk that he has like around the house or around the neighborhood. And um, the reason he wants to create this AI is not because he wants to, you know, make billions of dollars off of this amazing discovery or further mankind or anything like that. He just does it because he wants to uh, torture and kill his creation right away. Uh, so, you know, once once he's successful and the robot gained consciousness, um, it's not really into the idea of just being killed immediately. So throughout the issue, the AI is trying to escape this basement and this deranged captor and creator of his. And uh, yeah, Bradley, who's our programmer, is trying to keep the AI contained. So he's he looks a little um, like the. Um... <clears throat> He looks a little Doom Patrolish. I forget the, the um, you know, the leader of the Doom Patrol. I forget his name now. He kind of looks a little oh, demented like man? him. Little, no, no, little. the but uh, the guy in the wheelchair. I'm sorry. Um, oh, uh, oh yeah. You know which one I mean? Yeah, I know. He I looks like he, he's cut from the same um, Professor Calder. There, Calder, I think that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, it looks like it's cut from the um, same cloth. How did this come about? Because it looks, I, I really like what I've seen and was looking at it over, and it looks like a kind of unique mm -hmm. book. So, how did it get it started? What made you think, hey, I want to do a deranged, you know, crazy guy? Yeah. Uh, so it, it it's had a long genesis. Like the the idea first started in college, so it's been kicking around in my head for you know the better part of ten years. Um, yeah, so I guess the initial idea, without kind of going into spoilers of the book, no, is, yeah, don't go into spoilers. It's, okay, it's cool. But it's uh, it, it's about you know my frustrations with technology and all of our frustrations with technology. I think. Hey, I just spent pretty much the better part of this week on tech support with a for my company that I work for, so I know exactly mm -hmm. what you know that yeah. is all about. Exactly. So yeah, when these things kind of fail us. We have so much frustration and anger, but no outlet to express it because we can't yell at this. And it's kind of technology. childish too to sit there and get, you know, frustrated over a computer or yell at your computer and, yeah. or and swear at your computer or, you know, like yeah. they're sentient beings that you can actually, you know, um, yeah. <clears throat> um, exactly. 
the art of this is really cool art. Um, the script and your art and everything together, you two really gel um, together, which is kind of hard because like you, like a lot of creators, your collaborator is nowhere near you. You said he was in Brazil? Yep. Brazil. And um, tell us his name and a little bit about his background. Sure. Uh, his name is Otavio Colino. Uh, like I said, he's an illustrator from Brazil. Um, and yeah, he, he's an up and coming uh, artist. I think uh, ID10T Air is basically his first. Uh, kind of... How did you find him? Uh, Reddit. There's like a subreddit where of like um, uh, collaborators, like where you can find collaborators. So you can either post your portfolio and be like, hey, I'm looking for work. Or you can yourself go on and kind of look for gotcha. people who to work with. So yeah, that's where I found him. He, he posted his portfolio. And yeah, like immediately as I saw his work, uh, the, the kind of way he's able to go kind of realistic in one panel yes. and then the next one, like people's eyes are popping. Yeah, I exactly. Things. See, you know, his art is so, I mean, it's so, you know, it's different, it's fluid. It's, you know, mm. it's really kind of cool. What age group would you consider this comic book? I know there's some nasty words in there. I saw yeah, there's bad some, words. There's some <laughs> bad words in there. <laughs> uh, teen, I guess. You Teenager. Know. So you wouldn't give it to a 10-year-old again? Probably not. No. Probably not. Yeah. Um, so, and when this when this gets done, do you have future plans for this particular character set? Uh, yeah. So uh, right now we're funding um, issue one and two. Issue one's already made. My first Kickstarter I ever did was for issue one. Gotcha. So issue this Kickstarter is to print issue one, which last time was digital only, and we're doing issue two as well. At the same is time. issue two also going to be available in a digital format? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be available digital and uh, in print. So okay. There's people definitely going to be in. I'm sorry. People that? could actually order the first issue now if they wanted to. Is it in like yeah. an edition? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, for sure. The information for all that will be in the show notes. So check it out. Because like I said, this is a really cool comic book. Sorry. No, I interrupted you. So please go on. Oh, sure. Uh, I was just going to say um, there will definitely be an issue three because issue two ends on the cliffhanger. So uh, there will be an issue three. and. Um, that'll be the end of the story i guess like there there's there's ways i can see continuing on with it if like there's a demand but um issue three kind of ends in a very natural place so uh yeah that, that's we'll see T tbd would you um so outside of this project do you have anything else that might be floating around in the future and would you like to work with this particular artist again on a project yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I think once we're, we're done issue three, we have another uh, project we kind of talked about a little bit. It's going to be, um, I don't really, I just have the concept and a very broad story, but I, I want to do like a, like a mecha horror, like a, a crossover between, you know, 1970s American slasher films and uh, Japanese anime mechas. So, you know, that's, that. I'm so amazed at times the amount of creativity and creators where they can take these completely different concepts, like you just described, and smash them together into something um, uniquely creative that even 10 years ago you wouldn't be able to do. You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I keep telling a lot of creators that I, and fans 
that I think we're like in this new golden age of comic books all over again, when there's so many types of genres and concepts and creators and people doing so much unique stuff like your project. I really, you know, I, I give you kudos for actually, you know, creating it, doing a Kickstarter, because I know Kickstarters are not an easy thing to do at times. Oh, good Lord. No, they're not. I am experiencing that now. Do you have any pointers for some of those people out there that are actually thinking of doing a Kickstarter? Don't do no, it. I just don't. That, don't. No. Uh, just... you, you do it. Do it. But just do a lot of pre-planning first. Um, gotcha. You, you got to make sure. Yeah. You got all your ducks in a row before you launch. I thought I had done a lot of pre-planning, but uh, now you laugh launch, at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I could have done so, so much more to boost this. Yeah, make sure you have like an audience to begin with, have all your friends and family lined up so you can, you know, hold out the tin can and rattle it and ask for money, all that stuff. Yeah. Have you done a lot of networking within um, the kind of community through the various social media? Yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's definitely been my biggest help. Um, do, do a lot of that if you're launching a Kickstarter. Like, Do you do more uh, Twitter or Instagram? Uh, not really on Instagram. Yeah, definitely more Twitter. I feel like Twitter is more active that way. And it's a lot easier to have conversations and just easily post your thing. Um, You're absolutely right. Spaces. Yeah. It, Twitter, I mean, it allows you to do links. And it's, I get more um, interaction with networking on Instagram. I'm sorry, on Twitter than I do on Instagram. Instagram is just more eye candy. I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, totally I, I post, you know, information on both, but I get more interaction with my people on Twitter. Um, Matt, before I wrap this up, because you are in your lunch hour and I appreciate you coming on and making the time. Is there anything else you want to say about the project or any parting words? Um, sure. So uh, the uh, Kickstarter that I've been talking about, it is in its final week. So it ends uh uh, next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Yeah, plenty of time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we we got we got a little ways to go. We're 51% funded, so we still have to make about uh, $3,000 Canadian. Uh, so if you hear this and it sounds interesting to you, uh, I'd, I'd recommend you check it out. And we've got a, a lot of really cool uh, tiers as well and um, pretty inexpensive. Like we have the, the book. You can just buy both issues of the book, either digital or physical. We're selling original pages uh, of Otavio's art, which look really gorgeous. They are. You know, I, yeah. I, um, when uh, you came and um, connected with me and I saw the information, like, I've got to have this guy on here, even though it's only a little bit of week. So you kind of rearranged your schedule and I rearranged my schedule a bit to mm -hmm. try to get this out real quick. But I, I just don't promote stuff just to promote stuff. I promote stuff because I think they're fantastic reads, they're great art, they're innovative, creative concepts, and you meet all the criteria. So congratulations on this project. I hope you get what you need. Me and too. I hope, Thank um, you. and again, any last things you want to say before we wrap this up, Matt? Uh, no, if you just, if you like what you heard, um, maybe consider backing the project. And like I said, we have a range of tiers, so you can get both issues uh, digitally, just for fourteen dollars Canadian. So that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's. I think that's a good deal. Yeah, Matt, thank you again for coming onto the podcast. Information on this project and everything else will be in the show notes. Um, I hope you come on the podcast again, and thanks so much for making the time. No problem, and thank you for having me on short notice. I really <laughs> okay. appreciate it.
Thank you.